This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Mob Wives After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Mob Wives After Show. (laughs) Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another episode of Mob Wives. So we're at season three, episode three. Advice and men, and we're a week late. Yeah. <laughs> we had a Running few. A little behind. We have a few. We had a few scheduling conflicts last week, so we apologize for that. Um, but we are covering this episode for you guys, so you have it. And um, I am your host, Erica Vera, and joining me is and I'm Jessica King. And Kevin isn't here with us this week, but he'll be back next week with all his wonderful insight um, into the world of mob words. <laughs> So uh, let's get started with the the top of the episode. We see um, Renee going to rehab. Yeah. First, we see uh, Carla and Big Ange in like the nail salon or yeah, whatnot. Yeah, that was cute. And um, Big Ange kind of reveals to them that Renee had decided to go to rehab. And Carla, of course, has something negative to say. Um, she says she needs a lot of help. She needs to button up that lip. She's been barking too much. And it was kind of cool to see Big Ange stand up for Renee, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, she was just like, you've kind of been barking a little bit yourself, so yeah. you're one to talk. So that was nice to see her, like, you know, obviously Renee's having a hard time and not in the place where someone should be talking smack about her behind her back right now. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of like, in some ways, it's, it's like crossing the line a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one thing for a bunch of cattiness going back and forth. Oh, she slept with another man. Oh, she has anger problems and this and that. But like when someone's really down, like going to rehab yeah. or things like that, you just don't want to yeah, kick them. Yeah, totally. You know? Especially because she's trying to help herself. Mm-hmm. Like I think Karen said at one point, the fact that she's admitted that she has a problem and that she needs help, that's really brave because not a lot of people are willing to admit that to themselves, let alone mm-hmm. other people. So I think Renee's exact exact words, she said she needs to go to rehab because she needs to get a handle 
on her life and uh, prescription pills are taking too much control over her life. So mm-hmm. we are introduced to this scene with her and her son. Her and her son. I'm going back a little bit with Big Ange. You know, it, it's totally consistent of her to be like, no, don't, you know, don't be like that to Renee. Like she's mm-hmm. always a very, she's very positive in, in yeah. what she says. And it is nice and kind of refreshing to see somebody say, wait, let's just stop talking smack. Let's just look yeah. at really what's really going on. This is a sad situation. And obviously Big Ange has has some um, something in common with that because her son, you know, went to re have and all that yeah. and she's just like you know just cool it you know yeah. you might not like the girl she doesn't like you but I don't yeah. know just- which I love that Big Ann just so positive mm-hmm. and always kind of like the neutral person because she you know first impression she could be taken the wrong way you know yeah. yeah she could be really intimidating mm-hmm. so it's like she has such a soft heart and she's so chill yeah. which is like you wouldn't necessarily expect that at first so, it's true and yeah. i mean of all those girls she's probably the only one that's yeah. like that so it's nice a, a breath of fresh air to have her you know be positive about things mm-hmm. and not always have something negative to say about other people especially when they're not there you know like yeah. if she has something to say she's gonna tell you to your face mm-hmm. and so that's someone that's trustworthy and i think um we kind of see this pattern of all the girls kind of go to her for their advice and you know yeah, counseling yeah exactly mm-hmm. so it was really cool. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we see Renee um, in her house packing up to go to the rehab. She's going to do, what, like 30 days or so, 28 days? Yeah, 28 days. And, you know, what's really interesting when I was watching that, I that was a scene that I especially felt that there's a lot more going on behind the scenes than we saw. Mm-hmm. Because you see her son acting out, getting really upset. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline getting really angry and it, it doesn't really look like that Renee is really doing anything to instigate that or really doing anything to like make him feel that way but knowing her son and how he's always been he's been pretty chill he's been he's not doesn't seem like a big hothead or anything and mm-hmm. so the fact that he's reacting in this way I, I, it makes me think that there's there are things going on there there yeah. are things that are unsaid, unresolved, things that just happened, whatever it is. I mean, we can speculate and say, you know, she's had this issue for a long, long time. Maybe he's pissed at her because she's doing it only now because it's Mm -hmm. on TV. Or maybe, you know, maybe she wants to have it all televised and he felt like, I don't want that. That's private. Who knows what's going on? But I got the sense that there was something a lot deeper. Yeah. And that scene also kind of perturbed me because growing up, you know, I've always had the utmost respect for my parents, regardless, mm-hmm. you know, my family has their own issues as well. But, like, even to this day, like, as an adult, you know, I know, like, as people get older, then they're not, like, so scared to talk back or to lash out or whatnot. But even as an adult, I still feel like I have so much respect towards my parents. And yeah. there's certain things that, like, I could never say to them that, like, I would say, you know, to a friend or a stranger on the street or whatever, you know. But there's, like, sometimes I, I don't even want to curse in front of them. I'm like, oh, my gosh, mommy, don't get mad, you know. So at first, like, it caught me off guard to hear the way that he talks to his mom but then it's like she talks to him that way mm-hmm. like she talks to him so inappropriately like I can't even count how many times she told him to shut the F up yeah. and so then it's like when he lashes out she's like don't you talk to me like that and it's just like it's hard to understand who's the parent what, here yeah, yeah. where that's coming from because it's like 
she, you know, it's like she can only, he can only lead by example, you know? Mm -hmm. So if like, if he grew up with her talking to him this way and lashing out at him this way, then it's kind of like hypocritical to be like, don't talk to me like that, even though I just talked to you like that, you know? Because he is an adult now and they're Mm -hmm. both... You know, and he's always been in some ways. It seems that he's always been pretty respectful to her. Like, mm-hmm. and that's the, the thing that we've said about him, and and almost in a miracle is the fact that given everything that he's gone through, he's still uh, he seems to be a stand up kid, and he's pretty mm-hmm. you know um, respectful to his mother, even though it, you tell that there's you know he he gets kind of upset, upset, and after a while he's like, come on, just cut it out. But he's always had that level of respect. So that's, that's another reason why it, it surprised me, too, mm-hmm. the way he was lashing out. It just made me think th- Maybe it was there's like the something last going straw on. or something. Something, yeah. But, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, it's just overall the way that they all seem to communicate with one another. Mm-hmm. Just very – the way they speak to one another is you can say passion, but at the same time it's, you know, throwing the F-bombs everywhere every yeah. other second. And it's like that's how they're brought up. That's what they're used to. And, and, and also, like, Renee has almost treated him – like a friend or almost like on the same level, the mm-hmm. way that she'll speak with him. And, you know, I, I remember seeing and I can't place exactly when it happened, but I think it was when, um, I think it was when uh, her ex um, got arrested mm-hmm. and um, her son was like, leaving because she was going hysterical she was hysterical hysterical and he left the room and and she's like wait don't leave me don't leave me don't leave me and you're just like come on yeah well she's very needy in Mm -hmm. those terms and um that kind of brings me to when we see them driving to the rehab Mm -hmm. facility and you know he's sitting there like giving her advice it's like he's the parent like he's coaching her through this and it's supposed to be the other way around you know and he's telling her he's like he said if i could do it you can do it and he's like you know it hurts like hell but i figured it out and i get through it so you know you just got to push through and and like be an adult about it and it's it's kind of crazy to see like they've switched roles you know Mm -hmm. like he has to take care of her and protect her and even she was like you got to come in with me you got to come with in with me because he's like the only person that she can really count on right now i I think he's always had that relationship with her though you know i think that's like a lot of pressure for him he's only 18 it's not like he's you know most 18 year olds are still in school and still relying on their parents and Mm -hmm. still you know so 18 in my mind my younger brothers are 18 and I still see them as kids I can't even imagine so that's like got to make it be making things even harder on him because it's like he has to figure things out for himself but then he still also has to figure things out for his mom too Mm -hmm. yeah which makes him even more of like a stand-up guy and you just get you have a lot of respect for him as a person Mm -hmm. he seems very strong and he's there like in some ways he might not agree with everything his mother says but He's there and being a, a good son and mm-hmm. taking care of her. And like you said, being strong. Like, yeah, at 18, you have a million issues that you're dealing with. And let alone dealing with your, your you know, your pill-popping mother. I mean, yeah. it's just like. And he seems to have a really good head on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. So at least she, Renee, could pat herself on the back. Like, she did with something that. right, yeah. obviously. Yeah. You know, in terms of raising him, she practically raised him by herself. Mm-hmm. And so. Gotta give her um, credit there. We see, like, uh later on in the episode when uh she's still she's in rehab with like her group or the the guide Mm -hmm. or whatnot and she mentions you know her son was born to two addicts and somehow he turned out okay and the guy says you know those are choices like Mm -hmm. it's not 
it doesn't have to be like how you th- think it should be. And that kind of, I think, hit home for her. Mm-hmm. Like he made the choice to be different. He made the choice to, you know, have a good head on his shoulders and make the right decisions. Like mm-hmm. anyone can make that choice. Yeah. You know, so. I know I liked hearing that too. In some ways it goes with what he was saying at the other episode. Um, her son was saying, you know, this is a choice. And she's like, and I know that's the big thing, you know, with Alcoholics Anonymous or, you know, you know any drug abuse. They say it's, you know, a disease or whatever. But I don't know. There's there's, there's two schools of thought there. And, mm-hmm. you know, her son said, you know, it's a choice. And, and, and maybe he sh- feels strongly about that because he feels that he himself has made that choice. Yeah. That he d- he could have gone down that path, but he chose not to. Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, it could have been because he saw his parents mm-hmm. and the way the paths that they chose and the the way that they've reacted towards it and how it's affected them. And maybe he made a conscious decision. I don't want to be like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like a lot of people do that when, you know, when they're growing up based on their parents' relationships with each other or their marriages or whatnot. A lot of people grow up basing how they want to be, whether it's good or bad, you know, like if I have friends whose parents are divorced and then they're like, I never want to go through a divorce or put my kids through a divorce or whatnot. So I guess it could totally just be a result of, of what he grew up in and the lifestyle that he witnessed as a kid. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we see, so then we move on to, um, Karen. Mm-hmm. Well, we have two storylines going on with with exes. With exes, yeah. <laughs> We've got Karen and her ex David. Mm-hmm. Last mm-hmm. episode, she found her daughter found a thong in yeah. the room, and we kind of get introduced to the whole idea about David is with somebody else, mm-hmm. spending a lot of time with her daughter, and it was kind of shocking to see that text message yeah. that her daughter—I forget her daughter's name—Karina. Um, Karina gave to her mom. Yeah. I was like, ooh, that's like for a thirteen year old. Yeah, I, I wouldn't imagine even saying to that my, to that mom, my mom now. Yeah, she I basically mean, told her um, that she doesn't want to move with her to New York. She yes. wants to stay with her dad. She wants a relationship with him. That she likes his new girlfriend, and she's teaching her stuff. And what did she say? Um, you shouldn't be annoyed, and you know, basically just accept it. Like that that hurts yeah. coming from your daughter who you raised for like for the most part, you know? Yeah, you would think her daughter would be like, I who is this girl? I don't want her with that. I don't want to be around her. But it, she's taking a totally different yeah. approach. And who knows what's going on? Who knows if this 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 woman is just really spoiling her and trying to be like, yeah, let's do this, let's yeah. do that. And who knows what they're being, they're saying about Karen? And I mean, and I think Love said this. I think Love said you got to get on a plane and get to Arizona and see what the hell is going on there. Yeah. And that's exactly what that's I would say. Cool. Like you've got to get on a plane and head home. And because this whole thing is going to move on without you. Like yeah. this whole little whatever family thing or whatever you're daughter they're going to continue what they're going to do i mean you're you're miles and miles away and for her daughter to have that kind of nerve to text her mother that i was just like yeah the text message said you should be happy instead of talking crap and being annoyed like that's a 13 year old that is insane that's so and the reason why and of course the 13 year old's not going to see this but the reason why karen's upset is because she doesn't want some random hoochie mama around her daughter Mm -hmm. But, I mean, Karen, like we said, choices. Karen made the choice to move out on the East Coast, away from her daughter. And she probably never imagined that maybe this would happen, but it's a risk you take. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, that's what, you know, um, I think Love had mentioned that, 
you know, when your when your husband or your significant other is in jail, you always have that hope that you stick by his side and he'll get out and you'll mm-hmm. get back together and everything will be fine. But that rarely ever happened. So I think that was a case. I remember in season one, Karen was still, you know, trying trying to be there for him a little bit mm-hmm. and trying to keep things amicable. But gosh, I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, that was a pretty that that's pretty tough to see and. Um, and Karen, and Karen's a pretty tough cookie in the sense that she's, I, I don't see her wanting to back down from this, but at the same time, she doesn't want to disrupt the relationship she has with her daughter. So it's yeah. a very fine line. She said that herself. Like, I don't want to push her. I don't want to make a move and then push her even further away. Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree with you that she needs to just get on a plane yeah. out there and figure things out in person, mm-hmm. like going about it over the phone because she's like such a hothead, mm-hmm. you know? So for her to call her ex and just be like, what the hell, you know? Which is what she did, though. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's hard because obviously there's two sides to every story and we don't get a chance to know her husband that well or to know David that well. But every time that we have been introduced to him is always on the phone, On the phone, obviously. we've never seen him. And he always seems so chill. He's always, like, just trying to defuse the situation. Yeah. So it just comes off like awkward when he's like hey yeah you know just working out what's up and she's like oh how do you do your workout yeah, by yeah. fucking other girls yeah. you know it's like you're like Whoa, oh my god like, yeah she clearly, just went at it yeah and i mean obviously we don't know how long it took to get into that conversation it yeah. could have been like 30 minutes in it could have been they obviously made it seem as if it were right off the top of the conversation yeah. like hi how are you doing you have a new girlfriend yeah but i just think that she has to figure out a way to communicate better than, like, I know when someone starts talking to me like that or cursing at me in that way, I immediately feel attacked and then yeah. I immediately get defensive yes. and then nothing ever gets nothing accomplished, gets resolved. Yeah. you know? So yeah. it's like she has to figure out a way because she's such a hothead with everyone in her mm-hmm. life, not just with her ex. She has to figure out her communication skills and that kind of thing. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like with Karen... I, she did. She called David, and the one thing that I that I have a, an issue with, if, especially if I, if I were Karen, would be that this is Karen's house mm-hmm. that she owns, pays for, and David is living there for free. Yeah. So now David is living there for free with his girlfriend. Yeah. And I would be like, then get, get out, out of my, of my house. house. Yeah. Like she if you're gonna have a girlfriend, that. have a girlfriend, but get out of my house. Don't. Your your girlfriend's what sleeping? I don't know their sleeping arrangements, but even still, like, mm-hmm. really, and and that is just, I would be like wanting to put my hands through that yeah. phone and, and strangle him because I would be, be feel so in some some ways it's such a disrespect mm-hmm. to everything. The whole situation. It's like, dude, have some have respect, some appreciation some for the fact that you're there for free. You're not paying anything, and then. Um, and, and and not just bring your girlfriend around. Yeah. So she said that in one of her interviews today too. She was like, "I take care of you. I mm-hmm. give you money. Like I buy, pay for everything. Especially since you just got out of jail. Like, where's the loyalty?" She's like, "Have some respect. Are you kidding me?" He's a guy and he wants some. 
and then take it away. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a tough situation because obviously her daughter's living there too. So mm-hmm. it's like if her daughter doesn't want to live with her and then, she, you know, she can't live with her dad if, if she's not paying for it, then it's it's just going to put her on her daughter's bad side. And, and it's because Karen's not there. Karen yeah. needs to be there then, you know? Yeah. I mean, granted, she's doing, some, she's doing the show and she's... Which, like, brings you to the question, what's more important? You know, like, mm-hmm. is the show, is this fame or whatever it is that you're getting recognition of the show more important than like salvaging your relationship with your daughter because she's at that age she's 13 she's very oh impressionable yeah, it's a crazy and age. you know like this is the stuff that like she's growing up to be an adult like this is the stuff that's gonna be like you know ingrained into her head and her mind like well my mom left me to be on this and mm-hmm. you know so these are these are crucial years these teenage years i feel like yeah i mean i think part of the plan obviously was for karina to come out mm-hmm. and live with her and obviously that i that's the plan that karen wanted i would think and this was just a temporary situation for her to live with her dad but it doesn't sound like she wants to move and most kids at that, that age don't want to move away from their school and yeah, what they're totally. used to and their whole life. So, But, I mean, for Karen, maybe this is the point where she's like, I need to take a little bit of a break from the show. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe she should go to Arizona for a little bit without the cameras around mm-hmm. and without, you know. Or she forces her daughter to move. I mean, still her daughter. Her daughter's 13. It's not like she's adult yet. You know, make her move. I, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but th- something has to happen because this isn't this isn't right. So. Yeah. Um, and then okay, then so then we hear another ex another story. ex story with love, and that was kind of when you're like, whoa, okay, that's crazy. Yeah, so she has her ex um, Ray Ray, who basically she found out had kids through artificial insemination. Yeah, he had his eggs frozen mm-hmm. and went to jail before he went to jail, and then had two girls artificially inseminated, so he had twins. Yeah, like. What? Wait, wait, were they twins? Yeah, they're twins. But they're in two... Two different people. I, I, how but, is that? Well, I don't know. I Love get, referred to them as twins. I don't know so, if they can actually be twins, because you've got the DNA of one the, the mothers, yeah. right? And so they each have different DNAs. I don't know. Yeah. They're probably just... Maybe they were born on the same day. The same day. day. I don't know. I mean, that's just... The whole I mean, Love weird. said that he had twins, so mm-hmm. I have no idea... Maybe he just used a surrogate and used another girl. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I have no idea. Yeah, the whole the, the logistics are, are kind of odd. But I mean, I mean, love. I mean, I would be thinking the same thing. It's like, well, thanks. Yeah. And who were these girls? Like, obviously, just random. Randoms. I mean, I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. We finally kind of got a little bit of love's backstory mm-hmm. a little more. A little bit, yeah. Um, she obviously talked about the whole um, shooting thing. Yes, you know, finally we get to hear. saying that she... Uh, started dating him at like 17, 18 or so and just really fell in love with the lifestyle. She was driving mm-hmm. around Mercedes convertibles everywhere and like she just didn't care where he got his money from or how he got it. She just cared that, that he had she, it. Yeah, exactly. Like she was living the life and then he cheated on her, which is a very common theme in mm-hmm. this show. Mm-hmm. And um she says that the the cops allege that she shot him, but she says she didn't hit him. She, she just shot all around, around him. him. She didn't aim for him. She just yeah. wanted to scare him or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought that was so, funny. The way she explained it, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> but, I mean, I thought it was cool to get a little more of the backstory because, you know, we when she was introduced, we heard, like, oh, she shot her husband and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was 
it was nice to to focus on her a little more. Like she yeah. actually had a little more airtime this episode instead of just like popping up, popping in and out. Yeah, you know? and giving her opinion on things. Um, but it was crazy. I mean, she had like a really emotional conversation with Karen, and and just like kind of just was really hurt by this whole twins thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and even with Big Ann, she was saying like, why wouldn't he choose her? But I mean. Can you blame her? Yeah, again, just like, because you're crazy, <laughs> yeah. you know. But, I mean, it's got to hurt. It's got to yeah, hurt, you definitely. know. And, and and does does she have any kids, love? I, I don't think so, no. Yeah, and I, I wonder if, if she wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, if she wants to have kids. Yeah. Because then that, that hurts even more, you know, if you don't have any and you wanted some and that was your guy you are with for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine that hurting big time. Yeah. So that's too bad for her. But um, we saw, yeah, in that storyline, we saw a little bit of uh, her emotion there, a little yeah. bit more of herself come through, um, which is nice. They kind of developed her character a little bit more. And I think um, one of the topics that we didn't write down, which I just re- remembered, was a, a pretty big storyline and obviously will get bigger as the uh, the scene, season goes on. But Joe, Carla's ex, yes, met yeah. with an attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just like, I want a divorce, I want a divorce, I want a divorce, I'm yeah. so done, you know. Um, and he hasn't told Carlo yet, so now the attorney is kind of trying to get an idea of what's going on. It was kind of crazy to hear Joe, like, list all of the felonies that he's been, yeah. <laughs> you know, tax evasion, money laundering. Like, and he was just, like, totally chill about it. He's yeah. like, that's what I did. He's just, like, listing them off, like, this, this, this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but, um... It was kind of crazy. We see Joe and Raquel, they're living together now. And Joe is telling Raquel that the lawyer basically said that if things aren't amicable between them, it could take up to two, two years, years for this divorce to go through. So that's like, as a girlfriend who, yeah. like, you want to get serious with your man and, you know, well, obviously. they're already living together. Yeah, exactly. And and uh, what did Joe, Joe said, um, you know, he thinks that Carla's problem is she's afraid that he's going to go off run off with Raquel and start her their own life together have kids get married blah blah blah. and then he's like and that's exactly what I want to do so she has every right to be worried about that she's completely right so that's going to definitely heat up throughout the season it's going to be interesting I think next week we're going to probably see how she reacts to it but Mm -hmm. we'll talk about that in predictions Mm -hmm. but I just get so annoyed by Raquel and like her just getting all up in the mix with that relationship because she just I just don't think she has a right to yeah like I get it like she's outspoken she probably wants like air her airtime or whatnot but her just being like from what I hear Carla's so nasty and like I'm pretty tough yeah like I don't let like anything get in the way of me and my man it's the Puerto Rican in me it's like Raquel shut up (laughs) let them I know it's hard not to get into it I'm sure like if they're really really serious Mm -hmm. Um, like I have friends who are married and you know dealing with the ex-wife and all that stuff and I know that it gets really dicey at times but I just think like as her you know like I said my friends are married and dealing with the ex-wife so as her like as a new girlfriend I just think she just needs to stay out of it, keep her, oops, <laughs> keep her mouth shut, and just you know she could focus on her relationship with Joe, but she, I don't think she needs to be involved so, with and, Joe and Carla. Yeah, I know that Kevin liked her a lot when he saw her, and I was just like, I, to be honest, I, I found I found the whole thing kind of annoying too. I was like, who well, are I think you? Kevin liked her because she's hot. <laughs> okay, I mean, I, 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 I just felt like. 
I don't know. I, I felt the same way. I just got kind of annoyed. I'm like, who are you? You know, yeah. you're just this young little cha-cha. This guy's got two kids. Yeah. Carla's like been there with the kids raising them. Like, just shut up. Like, I think she left a bad taste in my mouth when she, a couple weeks ago, was talking about how the kids are like her family yes. now. And now, I mean, maybe I'm just, you know, I already have my perception of her, but I just really think she needs to just let them figure it out mm-hmm. and not you know not go on tv talking mess about carla and and starting that end of the drama because i think joe already has a lot of drama headed his direction yeah. with this yeah. whole divorce thing so i mean good for her that the relationship is going well if it's like the real deal and that's what she wants mm-hmm. but you know it's going to take a process for everything to cl- get cleared up and i mm-hmm. think that she needs to acknowledge that yeah yeah for sure um, so then we've got um, Drita mm-hmm. and her whole storyline. Yes. And her visiting Lee in jail. And I think it had been how long before, since she's seen him? It's been a pretty long. It's been a couple years. Yeah, it's been a remember. little while. And then um, it was the first time the youngest daughter met him. Yeah. The oldest daughter obviously had, had created a relationship with him when he came home for that brief period of time in between. You know, his jail mm-hmm. stints. Um, but it was it was kind of nice because, you know, I think we talked about this, too. And we kind of predict or I, I remember I was thinking about it, how Drita just wants that. I think she really wants that family and that relationship again. And, you know, she was scared out of her mind. It was interesting for her to, to see her because she was trying to comfort her girls and, mm-hmm. OK, it'll be great. And she, meanwhile, is freaking out and be like, I am like totally at lost here. And I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what we're going to say. I don't know how it's going to go. So you could you could really see her anxiety and nerves as she was entering jail and yeah. and and heading in there with her girls. And then when she got out, she seemed very much at peace. She seemed very happy. In some ways, I, I hope that whatever happens and what she wants to happen happens because she just seems so happy. Mm-hmm. And you know that there is a there's been that void for her. There's been that void of her man and you know having somebody there. And I think for a brief, you know, few hours she got what she had wanted so bad. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, man for her, but also seeing her daughters with him. Yeah. So. I don't know. I honestly, this whole Drita visit, it, I thought it was so drawn out. And oh, I really? was just like, oh my gosh, like just get it over with. <laughs> like from staying in the hotel to driving in the car, like it was like, come on. And then like, obviously we weren't going to, I knew we weren't going to be able to see it, but yeah. it's like this huge production. And then it's like, five hours later (laughs) it's like okay that's it i don't know i'm still like a little iffy about the fact of having the little girls go through Mm -hmm. that process i think that her daughter is so young and that stuff is really scary for a kid you know like to go you know if you're gonna go to a jail i'm sure they had to go through like metal detectors and see like all of these like things that i just don't feel personally that like little kids need that to is see. suitable for children yeah and i i mean i get it that she wants them like she says they need their father but like they've never had their father so they don't i don't necessarily think they, they know, know what they're different missing. yeah it would be i would feel differently maybe if like they had grown up with him if he was there for the first half of their lives and then got taken away then that would be a totally different story but the mm-hmm. fact that the younger kid has never even met him like the, the older daughter doesn't even remember what he looks like you know but i think the older daughter feels a relationship with him yeah i think it's important i i have to disagree a little bit with that because i think it's important for them to go i think it's important for them to go and see who their father is like there's there's a time where like 
I feel that that's necessary mm-hmm. yeah, because we don't know what's going to happen in the future. We don't know. I mean, he might come out, he might screw up again and he's back in jail. But in some ways I feel, or he's out and he's out. But it, I think that needs to be seen. It can't be covered up. It shouldn't be. That's who he is. And, and, and it's unfair in some ways for Drita to forever be like either the bad guy when it comes to like disciplining and also, you know, him to come yeah. out. Smelling like I roses. just still feel like Drita is like feeding thoughts to her especially the youngest daughter like yeah. I mentioned last time like when the daughter didn't want to go and she was crying and Drew's like come on like you'll love it I yeah. mean you don't have to go if you don't want but you're really you know yeah you're really missing out you're really yeah exactly and um you know she said it's hard she was telling the girls after they left like it's hard not to love someone that's so good to you right and it's like how has Lee been good First off, he cheated on mm-hmm. on his wife, so mm-hmm. I mean, he must love her so much. And second off, like he hasn't had a, had a, hasn't had a chance to be good to his daughters because he hasn't been in their lives. Yeah. So it's like she's obviously saying how she feels. Obviously, her and Lee had a time where they were really good, and and he treated her well. But like saying that to the girls, and I mean, she's been she's treated them so well. She's yeah. provided for them. She's given them like their lifestyle and their happiness and yeah. whatnot. So I don't know, even when she was saying to the daughter, like, you didn't even want to leave, huh? And the little girl was like, yeah, I did. Yeah. And then Drita was like, no, remember? You were saying no. So, so you feel like she's kind of almost like manipulative to her children. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just like, I feel like it's such a scary process to begin with. So um, instead, like, obviously, Drita's more biased because she's, like, obviously so attached to Lee and has this love for him. And they have a huge history together. Mm-hmm. And, and and he's the father of her children. And that love will never die, I'm sure. Yeah. But I, I, I just kind of wanted to see her be more sympathetic about it towards her girls to realize that this could be such a scary process for them yeah. rather than trying to like convince them that it's great and that it's amazing and mm-hmm. and and whatnot and i'm sure there's a ton of people out there who disagree with me yeah. so <laughs> please let me know like, I, I can take it but that's just how i felt about the situation yeah. yeah i mean yeah i felt yeah like i said before i think i think it's it's nice i think they should go i think they need to see who their father mm-hmm. is and and drita i, I think she's I don't know. I think she's she's trying with her girls, and I think she wants more than anything that family. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think she could have a great family if she moves on. Yeah, <laughs> finds another guy. She could find, probably find a great guy. Yeah, like, she she's can. Beautiful. Yeah, she has amazing kids. But I don't think What's she wants. On? I think she wants. I really think she wants to make it work with Lee. I think she yeah. wants to try and make it work. I mean, he's coming out soon, and we'll see what happens. You know, only time will tell with this. You know, yeah. if he's out, and then she's like, yeah. Then, then I could see her moving on. But I think there's something about she wants. She's holding on to something. I think she wants to try and make it work. I mean, she's well, got the girls. She even mentions him. like what you know if he comes out and then he messes up again and then he goes back to jail. I think then she's it's going to be my fault. Yeah. But I mean, that's what happened last time. So it's not like it's the first time that he's coming out of jail and she's can have like these high hopes. It's yeah. like, you know, I mean, all of the their husbands, a lot of them have come out and then gone back into that cycle and then had to go back. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think it's kind of like a disaster waiting to happen. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, it sounds bad, but I also was kind of um, like when she was with her best friend uh, and her friend was trying to convince her, you know, you were so happy with Mm -hmm. him. And you told me um, she was like reminiscing about a time that they were all together. And she was like, I just love Lee so much. And I, um, you know, I just always want to be in love with him like this. But it's like, as a best friend, it was so weird for me to hear that because I would be like, 
he cheated on you. Like, I don't understand I know. it. I, I was thinking that, too. When, when I heard her say that, I was like, yeah, but he cheated. And I don't know. But uh, I, I, I don't know. Because it, then you think, oh, yeah, that's nice. They had that relationship. She had that love. And it's almost like telling Judah what she wants to hear. Mm-hmm. Like, she wants to hear that. Because I think she really wants to make it work with him. And then that's exactly, like, feeding into that. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, yeah, as a friend... The friend is usually the one to be like, girl, you know, he cheated on you. He's in jail. Yeah. Like, move on. Yeah. But it Especially was- to see how hurt she was. I mean, mm-hmm. we saw it on the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure her best, best friend saw even more behind the scenes that we don't even know about. Mm-hmm. So it's like, as a friend, someone that I care about so much, like, I would be like, I don't ever want to see you like that again. Like, you were so hurt. And even Drita said, it, it's hard to love someone that hurt me so bad. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't want to see my friends go through that. And I don't, I mean, I get it. Everyone deserves a second chance and whatnot. But it's like, I'm sure she had to lean on her friends so much when it happened because she didn't have her husband yeah, to lean on. There. So it's like, I'm I'm sure her best friend saw, like, the brunt of how distraught she was. And, and mm-hmm. like, Drita tries to put on a tough face a lot. But I'm sure at some point she has her breaking points and she has those people that she can let her guard down with. And I'm, I'm, that girl probably is one of them. Yeah, so yeah. I, I found that odd to be like this is my best friend and she's trying to convince me to go back with this guy who ripped my heart apart yeah i mean it's a different reality when you're when you're you know have you're dealing with someone in jail because you don't get that closure you don't get that that you don't get that ability to like hash it out Mm -hmm. and and all the things that you do when you're in a normal relationship where both parties are present and there and and i think the kids have have a lot to do with it i mean it's not just if it Mm -hmm. was just her and him and they had no kids i would say dump them in a heartbeat no question you Mm -hmm. know like but they've got the kids and and i think whatever wants that family of the kids and to make it work yeah so so i don't know but um but yeah guys so those of you, most of the people that listen to us, listen to us on iTunes. So um, definitely go onto iTunes, rate us, comment. We love to see what you guys have to say. Um, you know, rate us five stars, hopefully. Um, we're here doing this show for you guys. And, um, you know, we definitely hope that, that we're giving you what you want. But give us some feedback. We definitely read it all and we love it. And also, same thing with YouTube. You know, some we got some viewers on YouTube. And check us out there and... Um, comment us and mm-hmm. all that fun stuff <laughs> five stars yay <laughs> so i think that pretty much wraps up the episode yeah. i think we covered most points um what about your uh, predictions and now your after buzz tv predictions my <laughs> <laughs> favorite part i know <laughs> um what do we see a lot in the, scenes yeah there's like that fight yeah, that was going on. Which I have no I idea who clear. that is. Yeah, like, I wasn't clear on what that was. And is that Big Ange's husband or something? I don't or? know. Well, that was one thing. Actually, we didn't mention that. It looks like she kicked out her husband. Mm-hmm. So, because it was at the um, birthday the, party or restaurant or something. Well, it was at the Drunken Monkey, oh, okay. the bar the that bar. she owns. So mm-hmm. it was there, but I wasn't really clear based on the preview. What, yeah, they didn't really on. give a lot of info. Uh, we did see Big Ange though, so that's why my first instinct was that maybe it's her husband or something. Something. Yeah. Um, especially since she was just talking about him and how their relationship isn't good and he's not a good husband and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was crazy. I mean, I guess not crazy for this show. But <laughs> yeah, and then they're alluding to the fact that it looks like L- who, no, um, 
Drita and Ramona, her Ramona. daughter, is having a birthday party mm-hmm. and wants to invite Drita's daughter. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Ramona and Drita don't get along. Don't get along. So that's a tough situation when your kids are friends. And I think it was Karen that said the last time we were at a, we were all together. You know, obviously, yeah, <laughs> they were like jumping good. over tables and stuff. So that and, should be and interesting. A, and a little girl's birthday party. Come on, that's not the time and the place. Yeah, so. but what do you do? Like, is it the sort of thing where like? Honey, you know, you know, mommy doesn't get along with. <laughs> You're like, how do you? How I do think, you approach that? I would think that the women would. Well, I think they would. They would go, and the little girl would go. And mm-hmm. but I think I would hope that as mothers, they wouldn't exhibit that kind of behavior. In yeah, front of the girls. I mean, I'm sure in real life, it probably would be a lot easier to avoid. Yeah. Like you could probably have someone else drop your daughter yeah. off or whatnot. But for the purpose of good television, you know, they they're going to be there. Yeah. There's going to be some kind of drama. Who knows? Who knows? Um, and then Joe, we see he tells Carla that he spoke with an attorney. Yep. And she's not happy. Mm-hmm. That story is definitely going to get hotter and hotter yeah. as the weeks go on. So. I feel like that's going to be a big drawn out one throughout this season, like a, a main plot line, because it's just going to get uglier and uglier. And uglier. Um, and then there's a big storm. So I don't know. That's right. That's Yeah. Is yeah. that like Hurricane Sandy or something? I think so, yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll be really interesting, um, so, yeah, actually. That'll yeah, that'll be Yeah, it is crazy. a Hurricane Sandy. Um, so, yeah, Jessica, where can where can everyone find you? Find me on Twitter at I am Jessica King. And you can find me, Erica Vieira, at Twitter at Erica Vieira LA. E-R-I-K-A-V-I-E-I-R-A-L-A. Thanks, guys. Bye. (laughs) From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 